All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Monday, June 5th of 2023 here, kicking off our first show of the week. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. Questions can come in from support. You can reach us at support at sabersim.com. Questions come in live in the YouTube chat, and questions also come in in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord, there's a link in the description below to get joined up. Highly recommend it. As always, you get access to our Sim Alerts. A lot of the other SaberSim team members are around in the channels answering questions for users each and every day here uh my man john is in the chat already saying let's go smash that like button uh we would appreciate it if you guys do we do this show monday through friday 2 p.m eastern um you know come in hang out get your questions answered that is what this show is all about here uh looking ahead to today we got a seven game MLB slate. We have a one game NHL showdown tonight. Should be fun. And then looking ahead to the week, NBA returns on Wednesday. And then we have the Canadian Open on Thursday for PGA. But with that said, going to get the app pulled up here and going to jump right in. I uh, have one question here that came in. Looks like a couple users helped out, answered this person's question in the Discord. So I'm going to go over this for everybody watching. Uh, but if anybody has any questions, now is always a great time to get those in here. So question, first question of the day says, does review mode not show the lineups that were entered into the contest? It's showing me lineups that would have easily would have won easily, but weren't entered in my contests, unfortunately. Um, so good question here. I'm going to go back to last week. Uh, these will be, you know, builds that we ran on the show sometime last week here. So if I go over to the main slate, And then uh, first thing to note here. So one, after the slate is ran, we are going to pull in the actual scores, which you can see here. It's a column that gets added. So also, you know, if you were to download this CSV um, after the slate is run, if, if basically if the column is shown in the home screen, the column is going to be part of the CSV download. So just one note there for anybody doing any type of back testing, need access to actual scores. Uh, this is downloadable after the slate here. And then if we were to, uh, looks like I don't actually have any builds here for whatever reason. So I'm going to go back one more slate. Interesting. So I'm actually not seeing some of the builds that I ran last week. I don't know if this is something that other users are running into at the moment. I can mention it to the team. It looks like I do have one here for this last Wednesday slate. So when I go to this slate, Okay, so you're going to see that review mode is an option here, right? So if I click this, what it's going to do is it is going to basically sort my entire pool of lineups by highest actual score descending here. And this is no different than having review mode off and turning on actual score and clicking to that sorting method. The difference here is that if you want to use review mode effectively, you have to choose a lineup file. So you have these save the saved lineups drop down here. These are all the different iterations to my lineup that I made. So the best thing that you can do is go to your entries file, which you would have under the entries tab, see what lineup file you used to fill your lineups, 
And then let's say I use this 1117 one. So I'm going to click on this 1117 one. Review mode is going to get enabled. Now what's going to happen is that SaberSim is going to look at those 20 lineups in that timestamp, extract those from the rest of your pool, and then sort by actual score. So the way you're able to tell is that if I click into my pool here, there are going to be uh, a certain number of actual scoring lineups that are potentially higher scoring. So right here we have four lineups that scored higher than our first lineup that shows up in our set of 20 here. So that's why this is now rank five. But when I had, um, when I basically had no saved lineups here, you, you were not able to tell um, as easily what, what, what number that lineup was here. So I think because, you know, I already clicked the file, it's like basically just carrying over at this point. But when I just loaded in here, I didn't know, I hadn't told Saberson that information yet. So make sure that you have the lineup file that you want to look at selected and then review mode will work as expected here. All right. Uh, John said, uh, take that, take the seven day free trial. It's absolutely worth it. Uh, yeah. So, so, you know, in the description of this video, we offer a seven day, no strings attached free trial, check us out and, um, you know, see what we're all about and then come and get your questions answered. But I think the trial is great. I always recommend people take advantage of the trial. The good, great thing about a seven day free trial is, you know, you get access to all sports across the week, right? You get access to MLB, NBA, NHL, golf, you know, play some MMA, play some NASCAR, play some Formula One, right? You, you get that full seven-day effect. So that is why we have a seven-day free trial. Uh, we are uh, really, really happy about it, and users seem to like it. All right, John said, if someone wants to do more outside research, what are some good sites to look at? Uh, okay, so good question here. Really depends. Um, I'm going to assume you're talking about baseball here. So some sites that I prefer to use uh, for baseball, really, and I don't, I don't do a ton here. I'll show you guys exactly uh, what I'm what I'm looking at here, and let me just get this pulled up. So for baseball, if I ever want to go and see what the Vegas totals are here, I'm going to show you guys all free to use websites that that I like to check. Um, let's say that you know I want to see what the Vegas totals are versus what SaberSim has in the app because what you see in the app are not Vegas totals; these are our own internal mean team totals that we have come up with through our modeling. So, you know, we're running the games, uh, simming the games thousands of times here. And then what, what you see this 4.8 for Philadelphia, this is the average uh, score that Philadelphia has across all of the Sims, right? But let's say I want to go compare to Vegas of uh, this fantasy labs.com forward slash MLB forward slash Vegas dashboard here. And um, this, this is a great, way i just you know use this implied live you could sort by implied live to see highest to lowest here and then scroll through here and then cross check um to see where where any differences are with what you see in sabersim but usually pretty good here um nothing too egregious but definitely worth checking from time to time also use the roto grinders uh weather mlb dashboard here run by kevin roth he also has a twitter account you can uh check him out on twitter and uh you know he'll he'll update this uh dashboard a couple times a day but then you know in the hour leading up to lock he will post some tweets with information that you might not find on here so definitely good to you know follow the twitter feed 
and check him out. Another free to use tool here. Um, if I want to look at any specific players, baseball reference is great, you know, for game logs. So let's say like there's a pitcher on today's slate that I'm, that I'm not super sure about. Uh, we'll just use Hunter Brown. You know, I could just come into baseball reference here. And, and if I want to look at individual pitchers and their game logs or something like that, I could just come in here and uh, use this tool. It's a free to use tool. And I can see, you know, how many pitchers he's thrown, right? Uh, he goes from 97 down to 88, back to 102. A lot of uh, up, and, up and down movement here with his pitch count, right? Uh, so, you know, if you wanted to do something like that, I think that's great. But let's say you're playing MLB Showdown, right? And you want to try and uh, look at relief pitchers to try and get an edge on the slate to see who is most likely to pitch and who is most likely not to pitch. Let's say I'm playing a showdown with the Angels, right? This is their pitches the last five days. So it is basically uh, furthest away is on the right, and then most recent is on the left. So Sunday was yesterday, and then Saturday was two days ago, Friday was three days ago, et cetera, right? So what I could gain from this is saying, hey, you know, Chris Davinsky played or pitched 28 pitches yesterday. There's, there's probably no chance that he's going to pitch today. And that is something that, you know, Saberson is not going to pick up inherently here. So Let's let's like do an actual example. Let's look at Tampa Bay and Chicago here. So this looks like an early uh, early showdown here. Our, both both lineups are already confirmed. So let's say I want to go to my uh, baseballpress.com forward slash bullpen dash usage here, and I want to go look at Tampa Bay and uh, the Cubs. So if I want to look at the Cubs here, so if I was building for this, I would probably take off Michael Fulmer. Right, pitch two days in a row. Pitch twenty four pitches on Saturday. Pitch 15 pitches on Sunday. I highly think that he is not going to be available here. Um, you know, probably leaning more towards somebody like uh, Leader Jr. or Alzole, uh, two righties here. And they only, they only actually have one lefty in their bullpen. So um, hard to say whether like Hughes won't be available or not, but, uh, but I think you can make like some, some inferences here. Right. So, you know, maybe get rid of Fuller, maybe get rid of, uh, Merriweather here. You know, it seems like he might pitch every other day, like with a day in between. And then this is a great opportunity to use this tool in conjunction with baseball reference. And then if we wanted to go and search, uh, Julian May Merriweather, we could actually see, you know, how many times is he pitching back-to-back -back days, right? And then we can go pull up his game log and then see what those pitches are. So it looks like the 30th and the 31st, he threw 14 pitches and then 22. Uh, 26th, 27th, he threw 24 pitches, 13. So so he's definitely a candidate to pitch back-to-back -back days here, right? So I wouldn't do anything with Merriweather. I would be okay leaving him in, uh, but – but that is one way to, you know, use a couple of tools in conjunction here that are all free to use and do some additional research to find an edge on the slate, right? And then you can go and look at the Rays and then see if you could see something similar. So it looks like they actually probably threw like a bullpen day on Saturday here uh, with, with so many guys pitching. So this is actually really interesting, right? I think you could probably X Armstrong, probably X Stevenson here, um, probably the guys like who threw less pitches, right? Not like Joe LaSorsa here, right? But maybe guys like Kelly, uh, Foucher, Deekman, and, and Adam are probably all like available today, right? So you can make some inferences here. I think Beeks is, is maybe somebody I would ask 40 pitches is kind of a lot. Criswell is, is close, 
Poche is close here, right? So um, this is one way to like do some additional research, gain some edge on uh, MLB Showdown. And then I think Rotowire is is also good for uh, for pitchers if like there's a situation where um, you know maybe a guy is pitching for the first time, maybe he's on like an innings limit or a pitch limit, or you don't know right, and you want to check. I think somebody good today is um, is Andrew Abbott for for the Reds. Uh, he is this is his first start of the season, right? So you can come in here, you can search for the player's name, and then see uh, added to the roster ahead of debut. Red select Abbott from AAA. Uh, his ahead of his scheduled start Monday. Then you can just read into him a little bit, right, and then see what they're looking looking for here. I'm um, gonna hit wait. Um, We'll line up for a two-week start with Cincinnati. And then it talks a little bit about how he's done in the minor leagues, right? And then you could, you know, take this information and then, you know, use it in conjunction with baseball reference. And then even here, you know, you can go and see his uh, minor league stats, right? So if we wanted to go to Andrew Abbott, go to minor leagues, and then you can see all of his game logs uh, across the minor leagues this year, right? So these are these are all of his game logs. Uh, pretty high strikeouts, you know, 11, 14, 11. Uh, basically only one game under seven strikeouts here. Uh, throwing, you know, 86, 97 pitches. So, uh, you know, this isn't a guy who's going to come in and probably just like uh, be be pulled after three innings, right? They might let him go. They might try and stretch him a little bit. So he's kind of interesting just, just based on what I'm seeing here. But I think all these tools uh, are, are useful. They're all free to use. So, if you're interested in doing some additional research on your slates, I would check these out. But uh, good question there, John, and uh, happy to talk about that for everybody tuning in here. But that was our last question at the moment. We are all caught up in questions in the Discord and the YouTube chat here. If anybody has any questions, now is a great time to get those in. But while we wait for any additional questions to come in here, if you guys are not playing over on Owner's Box, I highly recommend taking advantage of it. We partnered with Owner's Box at the beginning of the MLB season. We were the first major optimizer to support Owner's Box, and uh, we've, we've been really happy with the results so far. So uh, the contests on Owner's Box tend to overlay a lot, so you can't beat you know overlaid contests, rake-free contests, or even reduced rake contests. The contests are generally softer than what you are going to find on DK, FanDuel, and Yahoo. A lot of the best players are not playing over on Owner's Box yet. Um, I think that this will probably ramp up as we get into the fall, as we get into football, as we get into NBA here. So take advantage of it during the MLB season while you can. And then also if you use promo code SABER or SABERSIM when you sign up, you can get a $500 deposit bonus. And you can also earn free months of SABERSIM just by playing on the site, and there's no limit to the amount of credit that you can earn. So basically, just by playing there, just by using the promo code, we will track your entry fees, and then each time you hit one of these entry fee thresholds, we will reach out to you, ask you if you want to cash in on that free month. If you say, hey, I want to wait till I get to pro, no problem. Once you get to the pro level, we will uh, cash it in for you, and then we will reset your tracking to zero, and then you can continue to earn free months for as long as you continue to play over there. But take advantage of this promotion. Uh, it's been great. I've had a lot of success over on Owner's Box myself, and you cannot beat uh, reduced rake, no rake, right? That is percentage points that you do not have to earn back that the sites are essentially taking from you, right? So even sometimes, you know, I might play a $5 entry on Owner's Box, and at lock, my $5 might be worth 
$6.30, right? And now they're paying me to play the contest. So really cannot beat that overall here. But all right, everybody, uh, no questions coming in here. Appreciate everybody tuning in for our first show of the week. We will be right back here tomorrow, Tuesday, June 6th, for our next show at 2 p.m. Eastern. If anybody is building lineups throughout the day, question pops in their head, drop it in the Office Hours channel, let it sit there until tomorrow. Gets us a steady queue of questions to get going with at the beginning of the show here. So if you guys can do that for me, I always appreciate that. Uh, really quickly before we get out of here, it looks like we got a question from Noah here. So going to get Saberson pulled back up. Question says, for NHL showdown, I feel like my builds were too chalk heavy. How can I get a good mix of chalk and less chalky? Is it geomine or percentile here? Um, so good question. So let's jump over to NHL. I would say that, you know, the best thing that you can do is do something in the post build to try and make your lineups different from other lineups here. So if we're playing this NHL showdown, uh, we're playing GPP, maybe we're playing like a 20 max, you know, 10 to 50 K your sliders are going to be zero 10 by default, taking single game Sims here. You know, one thing that our other sports do that, that I'm not seeing uh, right here, right off the bat is that in in these contests, right? Uh, max salary is used very, very often. So some of our other sports like NHL, sh like a NFL showdown, and I believe NBA showdown as well, will automatically decrease the max salary from 50K to 49,900 for these large field uh, mass multi-entry slates here. So that's one thing you can do is mess around with the salary, right? Uh, you could also do this as a filter in the post build. So let's say that I wanted to build some hockey lineups here, but I you know, I want to be conscious of dupes. I want to make sure that I'm getting different from the field here. Uh, you can, you can make it a rule, right? A requirement in the build settings, but, or you could leave it as it is and then just filter those lineups in the post build. So I'm actually interested to see, uh, what the difference is here to see how many lineups we get rid of. So we're in the post build. Let's say that I'm only playing 20 lineups and I'm going to go to my filters. I'm going to go to add a filter and then I'm going to say hide lineups with salary greater than, and then I'm going to say 49,900. So then basically this will get rid of all of the 50,000 um, salary lineups here, right? So if I go in my trash, I'm going to see all these lineups, 50,000. Uh, didn't really get rid of too many lineups here. Got rid of, you know, 2% of lineups here. So maybe I want to increase that, right? Maybe I want to go 49,800 and get rid of the 40, the 50,000 and the 49,9s, right? And then now we're getting a little closer to about, top 10% of our pool here. Uh, a lot of these lineups, you know, we still have lineups one through 12 here and we got rid of lineup 13 was the first one in the trash. So I think that this is kind of cool here because what you can do is you could see what lineups that you're getting rid of, right? So rank 13. So the first lineup that we trash is rank 13. You know, if, if I were to come into the trash and see that we got rid of lineups rank one through 10, I would be kind of nervous, right? I'd be like, okay, you know, I'm getting rid of all of the lineups at the top of my pool here, right? But but that's not the case. Uh, so I'm totally fine doing this salary thing here. And then similarly, you know, you could add a geomine rule, right? If you're on the pro plan, you could do it as a filter. So I would, what I would uh, do is do my geomine calculation. So it would be the number of dupes that you are um, accounting for here. So maybe I want to say, hey, show me lineups under 20 dupes. So that are projected for under 20 dupes. So I would do 20 divided by the number of entries in the contest, say 10,000. 
to the power of one over six, where six is the number of players in this lineup. That would spit out a number. And then what I would do is I would add a filter that would say hide, hide lineups. Uh, you have to create a custom metric first, right? So create a custom metric that shows the value of the geo mean of each lineup. So my own product geo mean value here, what it's going to do is, is it is looking at the ownership percentages and it is actually calculating the geo mean for you here. So that's like 15.6. And then from there I can go and do a, do a um, filter here and let's just sort by geo mean. We'll see what the highest are here. So highest geo mean is 17.2. Uh, let's say that I want to get rid of maybe like the top 10% ish. So let's say like 14. So then I'm going to do high lineups, geo mean greater than, I'm going to say 14. So then we have the 36 lineups that we got rid of originally. Now we just got rid of another 140 and, and this might have been too aggressive here. So I'm going to, I'm going to increase this to 14.5. And this is probably something closer to what I like, but Going back to what I was just talking about, our first lineup and our new set of 20 is rank 89. So we've actually gotten rid of all of the top 88 lineups now totals here. So I might rethink this one here and, and, and see if this is actually the route I want to go. Maybe this is too high, right? Maybe I could lower it and get back some of those top lineups. But even if even by lowering it to 15, you know, I'm barely at rank 39. So so these are like hard decisions that you have to make trade-offs that you have to make, you know, actually calculating the numbers and seeing what the different values uh, give you as, in terms of, you know, return on your lineups uh, it, is good to know here, right? So so I would I would actually go through the steps of calculating it out. I would do a couple, right? Maybe do 20 dupes, 30 dupes, 40 dupes, and then uh, apply all of those geomean values and then see how they're, how they're different, right? Apply it for 20 dupes, 30 dupes, 40 dupes, see what lineups it's getting rid of, see how many lineups it's getting rid of, and then see what you can do from there. Noah followed up by saying, also, I saw another DFS pro YouTuber with sim diversity of one for NBA showdown, and they really like their lines. What are your thoughts on one versus nine? Uh, so, so for me, it depends. I would say that the, okay, so let's, let's just go talk about sim diversity. So I'm going to go back to yesterday's game just use this as an example here. And when you build lineups, so when you build lineups on 0-10, this is going to take single game simulations from, from the showdown, right? So we are going to pull one game sim, build the optimal lineup, put that in your pool, right? When you use sim diversity 9, what's going to happen is we are going to take a uh, set of simulations, a small set, let's say five sims. I, I don't actually know the numbers here, but we're just going to say five. So we are going to see how the players do across those five sims, use the outputs from those five sims to build your lineup. So the average fantasy points that the players score across those five game sims is now their projection that we are analyzing when we are determining whether or not to put them into a lineup. So the good thing about using you know a small subset of sims is that you can't have these random outlier performances where a guy, you know, does good once and and doesn't really do good in any of the other sims. Uh, if you have a group of sims, even that one outlier sim will kind of get pushed to the wayside because the other four sims in our example here that where the player does bad are going to outweigh the one time that player does good. And the player still probably won't do good enough overall on average to get put into the lineup. Um, 
that's that's great sometimes, right? It depends on the sport. I, I would say that I prefer something like that more in like golf where, you know, one, one golfer has like a really outlier performance, but you know, in these sports where you're shooting for an optimal, like NBA, I'm actually okay. Including that one time the player does good because take somebody like, uh, Haywood Highsmith, right. Who was the optimal captain in the big Millie showdown where two of the Saberson users took first place. Uh, that outcome is, is really rare. Right. And that outcome might only happen once. So by allowing Saberson to build you single game Sims, you allow for those instances to come up. If you're building on Sim Diversity 1, you know, basically the lower and lower you put Sim Diversity, the closer and closer you get to average projections here, right? So at 9, we might be taking a handful of Sims uh, to build your lineups. At, at Sim Diversity 0, we are literally using the projections that you see in the home screen. At Sim Diversity 1, we are taking a large subset of Sims here. Uh, this is like probably in the hundreds here. And although it's not, you know, all of the thousand, the the projection that these players get is going, or the, the projection that the players achieve in the Sims is going to be closer and closer to this mean value. So it, it literally can't get any closer than Sim Diversity 1, because if you go, if you increase it, the buckets are going to get smaller. So by using Sim Diversity 1, you are still subsetting the Sims that you get. You are just taking bigger subsets. So if you value your average projections, but you want to, uh, you know, use some of the Sims in like, a, you're, you're basically trying to say like, hey, I really value my average projections, maybe like 70% uh, value on my average projections, but I also value the range of outcomes and the game Sims from Saber Sim. But I maybe I only value that at like 30% value to me personally, like intrinsically here. So I want to um, have this, have, have used both of them, but, but really value my custom projections here. Right. So that, that is like probably the way I would think about it here. I don't know if 70, 30 is the right split. That's just something I'm coming up with here off the top of my head, but the, the more you value your custom projections and the more you want to value, you know, kind of the best players and the average best players on average, the lower your sim diversity should be, the the more different you want to get, the the uh, more you want to value the game sims, the higher your sim diversity should be here overall. But really good question there. Patrick said, what's up, Andrew? Missed the mustache. Yeah, man, it was uh, time to get rid of it. I've, I've been digging it without it, so don't know if it's going to make a comeback. But all right, everybody, uh, great questions today, and we will be right back here tomorrow. So until tomorrow, good luck in all of your contests. Take care. I will see you guys. Thanks. Bye.